Fitzy and Whipper. Love this lady. Sammy Frost. We always get her in whenever we get an opportunity. She's got a brand new book out, Believe, that we need to talk about. Sammy Yay! Frost! Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be in the studio with you guys. This yeah, is fun. It is good to see you. Hey, you know what? When you think about a book, Believe, what I love about you and what you're doing these days is the truth, the openness, the honesty, the sharing, and now it's all in one good book. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think it's really important to be vulnerable, to share your truth, especially with social media. Everyone's just highlighting the best of. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we need to talk about the real stuff. Was it therapeutic? Are you one of those? Because I feel like, Sammy, you're at home, um, you're looking at a lot of things and the way that people are talking and stuff like that. Was this very therapeutic for you to put it onto paper? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I felt like it was a good opportunity to share some experiences that I think a lot of people go through. And you can actually go in depth and talk about important things like mental health. Yeah. Do you yep. find a lot of people reach out to you for help because you are so open and you feel like, because you're such a lovely person, it is a really, feels like a safe space even if they didn't know you. Do you find that? Yeah, absolutely. Even people that meet me, um, they'll share stories like they'll be talking about grief or they'll be talking about their breakup and I feel like, I feel a great, it's a great honour and a huge responsibility because people do reach out to me about their stories of struggles and things like that but um, yeah, it is, it, like I always want to try and do the right thing. I'm not a professional, so it's really mm. hard. But sometimes I think people just need to get it off their chest and share. You got famous really quickly. Mm. Like it's been such a roller coaster ride from when you first went on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Which, how many years ago was that, Sammy? Well, that was in 2014, so, so I'm, not, I'm no mathematician. Wow. <laughs> eight, was it that long eight ago? Years. Eight, eight. Yeah. Eight, so eight years, <laughs> um, but which is unbelievable. Do you actually look back sometimes and with some of the mental struggles that you've had and go, I wish I didn't do it, like I didn't want to be thrust into the spotlight or because of the people that you've met, you thought, no, this experience has been amazing. Yeah, well, I know it's very cliche, but I do believe that everything happens for a reason and I feel like I've been put on this path for a purpose, so I just have to try and embrace it, the good and the bad and the ugly, and I just think, well, even when there's, you know, really uh, ugly, you know, hairy times, I just think, well, I'm going to learn a lesson out of this and there's going to, you know, it's going to be an opportunity for growth, so I just have that attitude but yeah I mean like I remember after I went on The Bachelor I wanted it to just all go away yes. I was just like yeah, I just sure. want to feel like me again and just take it all away I don't, I don't want it um, but yeah even writing about it in the book about yep. The Bachelor experience and what happened after that it was weird writing it because I was like oh man like that's me <laughs> Hang on. Oh, yeah, I really went through that. Like, it just seems so bizarre. That's such credit, too, to look at where you're at now, to look back at where you've come from. But at the same time, when you talk about the openness and the honesty, you don't understand the ripple effect that it has. And you'll never, ever be able to comprehend or understand the impact that you've had on people. And, you know, when we've had deep discussions before, and then last year we did a great piece talking about the struggle through COVID, particularly with teenagers, the feedback we got from that Um, was unbelievable and we helped people on that day but a lot of that was a trigger that you helped pull to bring out that conversation so I think that's what's so important you'll never understand the depth Mm. or the reach of what you've had yeah thank oh that's very beautiful but I think and I think that's a really nice reminder because even like when I read the book there's a couple of mistakes and you just go oh shit like you know I've made you know I've made but 
the book's not perfect. I'm not a writer. And then my sister keeps reminding me, she's like, just remember that this is going to serve a greater purpose and Mm -hmm. people aren't going to care that Mm. you've mucked up a line in whatever, on whatever page. They're going to, they're going to remember how it made them feel. It resonates with them and. Yeah, hopefully it helps. Do you know what made me angry about the COVID situation, which you very quickly became a face of anti-vaxxer for? (laughs) You know, when Mm. it comes... Well, it did. That's kind of how it played out. And every comment you would make, there would be somebody else who had more to say. But when it came to vaccinations, sure, you had your own thoughts, and everybody does. But to me, it was like religion circumcision they're topics where you have your own opinion no one can tell you you're right no one can tell you you're wrong Mm. right people might think differently but they can't tell you you're wrong yeah and what you were going through as well was seeing the impact it was having on other people that were in situations similar to yours yes so you know i felt for you there because so many people had so much to say so all of a sudden once again you find yourself in the firing line in a sense I think especially around the vaccination stuff, people, a lot of people were struggling and I felt like there was only like one accepted narrative mm. is that you were, you wanted to get the vax and, and anytime there was any hesitation or resistance, whether, you know, people, oh, oh, for myself, like the pressure was unbearable. Yeah. Like, you know, you just were like, oh, I can't breathe or think. And especially not having an open excuse me, an open and healthy space to talk about it. I I truly believe that if they had created that healthy Mm. conversation Mm. and saying, it's fair enough that you're a bit hesitant, this is brand Mm -hmm. new, I feel like people would have got vaccinated quicker. Yeah, less judgment, a bit more support. Absolutely. You you eventually did get vaccinated. Yeah, 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 I'm fully vaccinated. That's right, Lynn told us on the show. (laughs) Lynn McGranger came on. Your spokesperson, Lynn. Yeah, I was like, oi, oi, you should tell everyone I'm vaccinated (laughs) just to get the heat off me. Had you Um, spoken about that before? Because when Lynn came on, I don't think no one had really got an update. No, no, I, I had, we hadn't spoken about it, but I was more than happy for yeah. her to share it. Because, oh, she loves um, you to pieces. But yeah. that's, that's not the reason why you left home and away, is it? No, because no, everyone no, no, no. was saying you had to leave home and away because you hadn't been vaccinated yet. But you eventually got vaccinated. Yeah, the, the, um, I think the media just just decided to create whatever story they wanted. Um, but no, I just quit because I I prioritized my prioritized my mental health and yeah. I want to see my family. And I'd spent five years yeah. there and. I felt like, especially during COVID, and I think for a lot of people, their priorities changed and they sort of reassessed their life and they're like, what's important to me? And yeah. spending time with my family was definitely number one. Would you would you do more acting in the future? Yeah, I love it. I what do, do you want to do, Sammy? I don't know. I would, think that's kind you, of the fun thing about my would life. Would you leave Australia? Would you oh. go overseas or no? You've got too many oh, close family next, and friends. Hollywood. Next, Mark, Margot Robbie. Yes. No, I, I think you not, could. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I just like hanging out with my family. Yeah. If I can drag <laughs> them along with me, then mm. maybe, but yeah. You in love at the moment, Sammy? Oh, <laughs> Is there a new guy on the scene? Didn't I read somewhere there's a new guy on the scene? Do you want to go and slap him? You're nah. to, no, 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 we're not slapping. We'll smith him. We, we already saw the ripple effect of that. Oh, look, you know, yeah, look, I'm seeing someone. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you got a smile on your face. Yeah, you do. And you're red as a beetroot oh, at the moment. So you must really like Sorry about guy. that, but yeah. there's three chapters at the back on where, it. Can I ask where you met him? Oh, um, iceberg. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Bucket list. No, I actually met him. He's friends with my brother. Okay. Oh, yes. That's is, nice. Recommendation. Yeah, but what does your bro have to say? He He's like, oh. Uh, and when I told him, I bowed my brother up and I was like, oh, is he single or what? And then he's like, oh, oh don't be weird. He's like, you're so embarrassing. Is he your brother's age? He's a younger man, isn't he's he? He's younger. Oh, oh, my God, how 
ourselves a so cougar. that'll be on the front of Woman's Day tomorrow. <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown and Sam Frost is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Sammy, the new book is called Believe, Learning to Live with Yourself and All Your Glorious Im- Imperfections. You are perfect to write this book. So thank you, Sammy. You're a good friend of the show and we love co- having you in. Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Sammy. Fitzy and Whipper.